Welcome to the Check This Out Podcast, the EdTech podcast for educators looking to find inspiration, motivation, or just that one thing they can share with others and say, you got to check this out. Welcome to the Check This Out Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. We got a special edition today. We got we got friends to finish off this year. And <laughs> they what? He's he's already laughing already. He forgot to go it on. Sounded, it sounded like you're saying we got friends because most people are wondering. I wonder if they have friends. We don't have friends. Not hired. Yeah, no. we usually have to pay people to come. Hang no, out. but yes, Brian, let's talk about it. It's the end of the year. It's 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 late December. It is. It's very late December. It's mm-hmm. almost the end of 2021. I never got used to 2021 saying that. I don't know if anyone else. So just, what year is it? I, and like, I'd have to double check. It's 2021. All so of them. yeah, we're going on to 2022, the Taylor Swift year, um, feeling 22. Uh, so, but we wanted to finish this off. Some of our, you you had these categories. Mm-hmm. Um, of what our best, our faves of 2021 were. Yes. Uh, I, yeah. A lot of us love to, I mean, everybody likes to be able to spend the end of the year and do a look back at the, what, what happened. What, and it was, what was good. And we've had a lot of, and it was crazy. The opposite of like, good this year. We had a whole lot of opposite of just be honest, a whole lot of crap that went it on. It is on top of a previous year of crap. Yeah. So it was double deuce. Um, <laughs> With double deuce, <laughs> but no. Again, should we edit that out or no? No, that's twenty twenty two. Double <laughs> deuce, double deuce. Um, so let's yeah, look at some positives. So there was there was positives, and there was times going back, going, "Wow, that happened this year." Um, you know, going back in some of the information, like I was bringing up, or "Oh, wow, that was last year." I thought it was last week, so it was it was good time to reminisce. I don't want to you could say reflect uh, on everything, but again. We invited some friends that we're going to share. Should we go around the horn? Start with Mike to introduce. Let's himself. let's do that before we talk about what our faves are. Let's talk about the the cast of characters let's we got. Let's go, Mike. All right. Well, thank you. Check this out. Uh, this is Michael Jeffcott from Tosa's Talking Tech. Happy to be here. SoCal. <laughs> SoCal. But you're not, not Tosa's anymore. Uh, I'm half Tosa Talking Tech. I only get to talk half the time now. <laughs> so that's I'll, the reason. Yeah. I'll be stopping halfway through. <laughs> That'd be great. Like halfway through the reason Tom jumps in. It's like due to legal reasons. Michael cannot be in the rest of the talk anymore. anymore. That was his 50%. <laughs> uh, right. Thank you, Mike. How about, okay, let's go into Tom. Guys, I'm Tom Covington. I'm a uh, SoCal with Mike. Uh, I'm actually still a full Tosa. Mostly because nobody knows what the hell I do, and I just kind of fly under the radar. And you get to talk 100% of the time. Go for it, Ryan. I get to talk 100% of the time, yes. I thought I did listen to – I thought you were a digital learning specialist. Yes, I am. And right now, I can't go into anybody's class because nobody wants to spread COVID. So I'm like, oh. I will digitally assist you from afar. Let me know what you need, and I will be there for you virtually. There you go. Sharing is caring virtually. Yeah. <laughs> all right and i'm going right down my list next will be jen hi i'm jen i'm from so Aunt, uh southern ontario canada um, i am the host co-host i don't know what i am anymore because kim's been off for a bit but of uh shooks and gif the podcast a longtime listener of uh of check this out love first caller 
and not not at all a first time caller. Laugh often um, when I get shout outs on the show, usually about me writing on post-it notes on yeah. my knee while I'm driving, which happens 100 percent of the time that I listen. Hey, let's hey, you know what, Brian, let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. <laughs> Thanks, give guys. It a go. Give it a go. I love give it a go. Hey, let's give it a go. Give it a go. Next, we got Brent. Hey, uh, so can I just say thanks for having me on? I thought we were just hanging out, and it turns out we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So there's uh, not. Yeah, no, we don't you. know if we're actually going to publish this though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, Brent Warner. Um, I am a, a teacher in southern california and i do a couple podcasts one is called diesel about uh ed tech in esl and the other one is a higher ed tech podcast about ed tech in higher education have you thought about doing at least one episode actually about like diesel trucks or trucks would that diesel? be great we've <laughs> like, had a couple Dr. like dodge versus chevy everybody here we go I, I think according to our release schedule, we looked up the first time that an April Fool's time would be, and it's like 2025. Oh, but but we'll <laughs> we'll plan for it. You just yes, release. Do you guys have a set release date? Overdrive. Do you guys release at the same time all the time? Yeah, first and third Mondays. Ooh, wow. That's that's ahead. You, you could just release it on April Fools and not. Oh, and that's the trick. That's the that's joke the itself. trick. Yes, that's I like that. Joke. <laughs> that's the joke you guys it's very funny because it it is, you weren't expecting exactly. <laughs> and you can do you can do a movie review of over the top you know the the sylvester no. truck yes. drive and arm arm, arm wrestling there's a, there's a movie about diesel trucks called maximum overdrive is it that a story by stephen king stephen king yes yeah which we'll hear later on in the show spoiler alert potentially Uh-oh. All right. Potentially. Let's talk about the show, Brian. We like to do, I think I did this in 2018. I shared out some of my favorites because I just like to sit on my lazy boy and consume, even though we talk about being creators, but we like to watch and to read and to listen and to all that sort of stuff. And so I think in 2018, I threw out some of my favorite books and podcasts and whatnots. And so um realized I didn't do it in 2020 and let's do it again in 2021, everybody. And so we were throwing with, you know, this conversation with a bunch of our friends. 2022, 2020, 2021. Yes. Anyway, sorry. Don't look at Brent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Number one. You're number one, Brent. <laughs> number one in our hearts. <laughs> so let's talk about some, some things that you like to be able to, because I don't know about you, you sit around at a party you hang out with and you, you're, you're with loved ones at the holidays. And when you soon as conversations over, which is in about 10 minutes, you just go, so, so what are you guys watching? And then you're like, oh, finally, we have something we can talk about. <laughs> Woo, thank goodness. We're not talking about let's go Brandon anymore. Woo. All right. <laughs> so let's make this. What are you watching? Wait, are you going to sh- are you going to share what are you going to share your your slide? Should I? Yeah, because you did categories. I did categories. Yeah. So we had and some we categories. Had, you know, yeah. Right? And I, I feel like you just, you told us that we went, we were we consumers, but then you, this. you made us create, like, it wasn't just like write them down. We had to create a slide. There was homework. <laughs> Jen, Jen, welcome to my world. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to read it. And then the more, the more beverages I get in me, it's hard to, hard to, yeah. it's like the, oh. it's like the smoke in Brent Warner's uh, background. It just starts to cover up the, anyway, you know where um, that smoke comes from. <laughs> All right, so I'll oh, start from first. behind. I threw, me. I threw into the chat room. I decided <laughs> to put out um, 
some things that I am watching, listening to, and taking, reading, whatever. Um, and I wanted to have a couple things. Like uh, for me, one of them was like, can I potentially throw my favorite app of the year or ed tech tool? And I'd be honest with you, nothing oh, no. really new has hit me in the past couple of years. And I've been kind of stuck in this kind of world. Is, is that because you're, you're irrelevant now, Rachel? Is that no, why? Because <laughs> I was irrelevant. And I think I still am. Nothing's changed. You're I'm not. using MySpace and it's all going well. anyway so these are the things that i picked for mine i said hey what is my favorite documentary my favorite tv series i don't know if we use television anymore but my favorite documentary favorite series favorite film favorite podcast favorite book and yes we said tom covington audiobooks count right they do they totally count and then favorite game so those are my subjects so for those of you listening at home start scratching your goatee and thinking well what were some of my favorite ones and the one caveat was, as we shared this, that we were allowed to substitute up to two categories with something else. So just mm-hmm. two. I think I'm the only one who substituted two. Nice. We'll start with Mr. Jeffcott. How about you? Uh, you pick which one of these one you want to share with Brian. I, I, I'm sorry. I, hold, I, I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead. <laughs> we're going to start first because yours was the original template. Am, am I just doing... Should we just do one and then rotate them all around? Yeah, yeah, I think that sounds good. Do we do by category or do we yes. do one person? Yes, let's start with Rachel. Category. Okay, let's do category. I was going to ask Michael to pick the category first, Brian. Can I do that? I'll let you pick. Let okay. You. Should, Go ahead. Should, we, should we all should we all share our? our Why are we whispering? I, I think this is when they're going to the edit audience, it out. When the audience knows you're whispering, they don't listen because yeah. we okay. can talk about things behind. That sounds good idea. Good. This is like the green room chat. Let's go. <laughs> let's go documentary. Okay. Hey, Mr. Jeffcott, which, <laughs> Mr. Jeffcott, which what which of these topics should we talk about first? Documentary. Documentary. I'll go first. Ryan O'Donnell's going first because I'm the one. Anyway, uh, I don't know if it's a documentary or not, but has anybody watched on HBO? Uh, it's called How to with John Wilson. I have not. I've seen his highlights. This is re- he's in his second don't season. So mo- mo- usually we think of a documentary as a film. This is not. This is a series. John Wilson is very awkward and his awkwardness. It's one of these. I just want to spend more time with his awkwardness. He's a guy who spent his entire life just grabbing a camera and walking around and filming everything. He lives in New York and he films everything. And I mean, absolutely everything he, and and it makes you think like, what is New York? Like New York is just filled with the most bizarre things happening. So he films it all. And then he tries to be able to create these narratives of a story, how to blank, how to talk to strangers, how to, um, um, cook risotto and none of them actually matter because he just goes on these side tangents and starts interviewing and talking to people and he gets in the weirdest situations and it's simply of just him and a camera and he has the most greatest visual sort of jokes and uh, non sequiturs that you could be able to imagine and it's just so uh it's it's so hard to describe he's a guy that you just you want to keep watching more he does not have the most engaging voice he's not even in the show you don't see him very much because you just see it through his lens and he's just his films new york city and and creates these wonderful stories you know why new york has scaffolding scaffolding is everywhere in new york and that's an entire episode jen is there any questions are you just scratching your head yeah i'm i'm just wondering like, are you trying to sell it to us? Because you're like, he it's about nothing. He goes around and he's got this horrible voice and he doesn't do it. Seinfeld did great. That was for the same reason. Think about Seinfeld That's... was about nothing with an interesting, weird voice. And that is I... John Wilson. You're okay. I can't I, I recommend it. it enough. It is just he's done two seasons and he goes places. He's hanging out with one guy and this guy goes, 
He's like, yeah, I like trying to catch. I like to try to catch child sex predators. And next thing you know, John Wilson follows this guy to his house. He's like, can I see how you do? He's like, yeah, come on. He's like, I live in Philadelphia. And he drives to this guy's house. And this guy's now stalking predators, trying to hunt them down and turn them into the cops. And he's filmed this whole thing. And it's just, wow. Yeah. Check it out. How to with John Wilson. Oh, goodness. Comments, questions? You're going to have to check that one out. Yeah, for sure. All right. Jeff Cott, we'll go to you. Michael, what do you think? Best documentary. Um, you know, I saw this one. There's probably been hundreds of these, but the Bee Gees. How can <laughs> mend a broken heart? Did you see I, it, Jen? Yeah. Now, yes, I was not fully like up on my top of my list to see, but I heard some recommendations. It was done really good. It was on the Barry Gibbs side of it, his story mm-hmm. versus someone else telling the story and really got deep into a what happened and the downfall with the disco and all that and some of the blowback that they had but it really was a good background story of the bgs their success their rise to the top and then dealing with it and the fame but it's a good checkout i would i got i got it in my queue it's hbo right yeah uh, i believe so yeah hbo max i think so the bgs hey. i don't think people younger than they don't appreciate you, you don't understand the phenomenon that were the Bee Gees. And they invented an entire vocal range with singing. Yeah. Um, you can't tell by the way I use my work. No time. Like that was God. They were using voice instead of musical instruments because the musical yes. instruments couldn't oh. hit that tone or pitch. No. And so Andy's voice stepped in. Ugh. Unbelievable. The, the, the story of disco is just incredible. And, and, and it's amazing how like it was like this one movie made it like the uh, Saturday Night Fever and the, the soundtrack to that just changed mm-hmm. everything. And it became how people danced, how they dressed, the music that they listened to. I think you'd enjoy this, Ryan. I'm going to listen to it. Sorry, Rachel. Have you ever seen the has anybody ever seen or listened to any of the stories about how the day that disco died? No. Oh, it's phenomenal stories. The day that disco died, because all music genres come and go. Disco dies on a certain day. And it and it dies at a Chicago White Sox doubleheader. I oh, heard yeah. that. I listened to yes. that. Yes, I remember that. Is that where they uh, blew up the records? Blew up the disco records. Yeah. But it's a great story about inclusivity Game and about rolling. how sort of this, sort of, you know, sort of this, you know, the white establishment not liking this disco thing and try and this big backlash against it and ultimately how it kind of crushed this disc anyway it's a phenomenal and, story and that is in the the beaches documentary it is they Got have it. film clips and everything i'm gonna listen to that before the year's out love it you guys got a lot to these are too phenomenal i don't know how you're gonna be able to <laughs> who's next let's go covington okay I, this is my sub I do a video series that's on YouTube. It's it's like a, a documentary, but it's uh, how to drink. The host is Greg, and and I I like listening to it because he goes through a lot of different cocktails. He tries stuff from like the Doom universe and all kinds of different things, and he makes it in front of you, and then he tries it. He's got a great personality. He's honest. He's got no filter about how it tastes, <laughs> and um. It's like he tries a bunch of wacky drinks and then every once in a while he'll like try and kill himself. He did this old fashioned challenge and he had like 
six different vod or six different um, whiskeys and like six different, I don't know, mixers. And like he ha- ended up having too many drinks and was like, listen, don't try this at home. And it was like barely functional at the end. <laughs> but it, it, it's really opened up my my horizons to like, okay, I'm, I might try something over here. And I understand that like, oh, I don't have that. Let me go out and buy that. But it's, it's really good series. It's uh, how to does drink. He ever, does he ever do a Greyhound? I hear they're very popular in California. Somewhere it might be had, but I'm not, I'm not sure I've seen it. I don't that, see yeah. it here because I'm on the channel. I, I think his other channel is awesome. His other channel is how to get your stomach pumped. <laughs> I, okay i don't think i get this in canada because i am googling it and i'm not seeing anything can someone drop the link youtube.com uh, youtube how, how to drink, drink. okay youtube and is this guy, like is he how much Those alcohol does this guy party <laughs> depending on the episode it could be like one to two drinks but like the old-fashioned episode he tried i don't know 32 different drinks and had a sip of each and then realized his sip wasn't really a sip. It was like an ounce of alcohol per drink. And then was like, yeah, don't try this at home because I wrecked myself at the beginning. He had a caveat. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. He's got, he's got Star Wars blue milk DIY. Oh, Ryan sold. Sorry, Rachel. Star Wars Dune. Like if there's a drink out there, he'll try it and he'll tell you what he thinks and then make it better. Harry Potter butterbeer pumpkin juice from harry potter we've done the yeah. butter beer. this is really good this, I, i'm just shocked with how much this guy th- this guy kind of he does much he See, drinks. He's, he's very prolific oh this may be my favorite the wake up juice from back to the future because if you remember when doc is gone they oh yeah the wake up juice the, uh, the uh clothespin over his yes, nose the and clothes down his this is really good and this is what I don't get. I clicked on my YouTube channel, Tom, and I, I'm scrolling and I'm like, oh, I think I watched one of them. The dude's white Russian and variations. Yeah. Oh, drink. yeah. He's got some. Yeah. From the Big Lebowski. All right. I'm going to add Lebowski. that. I always forget. About, I don't know about you guys. Do you normally, you're sitting at home, do you think about YouTube? Yes. Do you? I, do you I, watch I, it I on your device more. or do you put it on the TV? It's on the device. TV Apple TV. Apple TV. Brent, what about you? Uh, I have started doing it more, so I've got a couple shows that I watch in the in the morning, like on Sunday Sunday mornings or something. Um, but yeah, I watch it on the TV. I like I, I still enjoy the the TV and the couch experience. Mm-hmm. I still I, can't get to just sit and watch on my whatever mm-hmm. thing. Like, yeah, no, and you know what? I, I think about watching things on YouTube, and I think of my kids, and it's like someone screaming at me, like smash that like button and subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> smash it, smash. Because they all get that feeling, and you just gotta like, hey, yeah. Uh, but there is, there's some amazing stuff, the YouTube stuff, and that's what we know that our kids. That's all that they flipping watch, man. All right, next up, uh, let's go, Brent. Uh, I also had a sub on this one. Um, I did albums, uh, so Ooh, good sub. And uh, I chose. Well, I I'm gonna put a little caveat on whatever we talk about tonight, which is I don't think everything is like came from this year. They're just my favorites or my things that I was chasing from the year. Time around. Yeah, because gotcha. I'm not caught up with pretty much anything. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, so I went for I actually did two, but I'll I guess I'll just grab one or I'll keep it I'll keep it short. So I did one uh, is a a band called uh, Twin Temple, uh, and in 2018 they put out an album called. Uh, 
something along the lines of satanic doo-wop. Um, and it is a Satanist band that uh, that sings doo-wop music. Really quite powerful. <laughs> is this a real thing? I'm totally serious. Okay, and so here's the cool thing about this. Okay, so uh, I went and saw them in concert, like my first concert after like COVID, not after, but you know, as, as cool COVID goes or whatever. And so we went and man, they blew the hell out of that show like they this tiny girl is the lead singer and she just has these pipes on her just totally insane um but it's kind of seems gimmicky right you're like oh satanic <laughs> but uh but you gotta listen to it it's actually pretty rad and it's like it's like kind of like church of satan style satanism not like uh john carpenter style satanism and so you know it's like fight the patriarchy, um, you know, fight the system, that whole, that whole side of things. Uh, so it's pretty great. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I was, I was just listening on YouTube. Uh, when Temple, Satan, the woman. Uh, to give a visual for those of you at home, like yeah, some of you are like, we're sitting here on the Zoom and some people got like, oh, I got a silly background or nothing. And Brent's got just like, He's in like this cave and there's just smoke behind him. And Brent, you don't know this, but you walked away earlier. And while you were gone, we had a conversation. <laughs> we're like, about you. Is he living like a bat cave? Like, a... <laughs> and literally within like seven minutes, you come back with Satan doo-wop. <laughs> <laughs> One ups me. They're really good guys. I'm telling you. Uh, I love their special guest was Louisiana Purchase on October 3rd. <laughs> That's who I saw. I saw Louisiana Purchase. Are you familiar? No, I'm just on their website. Okay, because twintemple.com. Let me tell you a little something about Louisiana Purchase, who is it was, a it was Thomas Jefferson. He bought it. It was a huge expanded West. I think I did a report really on really help for American expansion. 1803. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I well, yeah. The oh. Louisiana Purchase is a uh, drag queen from a some well-known uh, drag show contest thing. And what uh, she did was poured hot oil down her back and danced around while singing uh, golden show tunes. So that was its own experience as well. Oh, Okay. So now does this, will this affect future kids trying to learn about the Louisiana purchase, going to YouTube and searching for Louisiana purchase <laughs> videos? If they type in Louisiana purchase plus satanic doo-wop, they'll like, Mom! they'll know. Are <laughs> <laughs> you sure I'm supposed to be searching Louisiana purchase? Yes. No, but seriously, Mom. <laughs> Just Check watch the whole video. <laughs> there was oil involved. <laughs> All right. I guess Got to write a report. <laughs> to go, this was Satan and oil and, and heat. I, I don't understand, Mom. Okay. <laughs> I'm on YouTube. Please, please, that person's over. It didn't. It didn't go the way we it wanted did, it to. It did not go. Uh, who's next? <laughs> I I just changed that. This is my background. I, this is what the front of Brent's house probably looks like. <laughs> the Brady house. Brady Bunch. The Brady Don't go in Mr. Brady's den. Uh, 
<laughs> um, I have, I surprisingly, it's, it's I, next. I have a segue. I have a segue. Oh, so I, please. my next share, I, I'll go to music because I sort of, I, I realized I did, I did do another off brand. I do have a documentary. I'll circle back, but I also had a like, screw the patriarchy. I threw on Taylor Swift's new Taylor's version. I love T Swizzo. She's amazing. I love that she took her music. She was savvy enough to buy the rights to the, the music so she could just re-record. And in her all too well, 10 minute, 10 minute version of all too well, Taylor's version of it, she says F the patriarchy. And in the short film, I don't have a film on mine, so I'll go into that too, that I made my husband sit through and watch while I talked about every minute of it. So that's the kind poor of marriage I have for Trevor, for Trevor. But you know, we call him Trevor the man for a reason. And I went through every minute of it and explained it. So I'm going to throw also uh, anti-patriarchy out there and I'm going to go with Taylor Swift and what she did because she was amazeballs this year with her new album. Loved it. Peloton has picked up her thing. I work out to them every now and then. It's a lot of fun. You're but, the Peloton okay. person? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't have a Peloton. I don't have a Peloton. I don't have a bike or a treadmill, but one of my best friends does. He lost 60 pounds this year. Where the um, just I, I don't, I think to me, I think he gave them to me. <laughs> I, I found them. I found them. It's okay. <laughs> there, Tom and I have them. Um, we, uh, so he gifted me, gifted me. He is like, I have 60 free days. You want to try it out? So I've been using the app on my own treadmill and just other things. And they've picked up a bunch of her music and it's fun. It's fun to work out. I like it. I sing along. My kids roll their eyes at me. Okay. So but my documentary, I'm going to go like totally not where, where we just were. My documentary in quotes for the year was uh, on Netflix. It was a Netflix special and it was the Headspace Netflix special. I don't know if any of you have watched it. I know that um, Brian, you were into Headspace. I think at the beginning of the year, you were, you were doing a lot meditation of meditation app meditation. Yeah. yeah. It's meditation mindfulness, but they actually on Netflix have these like 20 minute things. And at the you know, like the home. height of, of COVID and like, well, the, for us, it was like January, February. I felt really anxious. My timetable at school got turned. I had, I actually started therapy. And I think that's something that a lot of us need to acknowledge, especially in 2021 and normalize that because I was like, I'm not in a good space. I'm taking this out on my loved ones. I'm not being kind to myself. I need, I need to talk to someone. So I did. And she suggested uh, my therapist that maybe I, I, check out this headspace I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll try it out. My friend, Brian talks about it. My friend Ann talks about it. And, and off I went and they have these 20 minute segments where Andy in his like lulling voice talks about, you know, I used to be a monk and this is what we did. And here's a little story. And then he takes you through a guided meditation, which every single one I've ever done in the, I've never got to the end. Cause I fall asleep. Like he just lulls me to sleep. It's so good. And I would do them with Every single one of my sons has done it when they were escalated. I'd be like, why don't you just come and watch this with mama? And we would sit in the room I'm currently in, not with the trees behind me, but you guys have seen this before. There's, a, you know, I'm in a, our guest bedroom and there's a huge TV and we just sit and we watch it and then we just like zone out. So if you are feeling stressed and you just need 20 minutes, but you're not really into it, you think that meditation or anything that is kind of hokey. I think this is a really, really good entry point because great. it did help us a lot. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And <laughs> there were times that if I wasn't breaking copyright, I would have tried it with my own students one because we were virtual at the time and just walked them through it. Um, anyone who has Netflix, I, I think it's it's totally worth it, even if you just watch it once this year check out headspace love it and 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 they're all how to's how to yep. fall in love with life how to deal with stress how to be kind yep. how to deal I, with anger i'm assuming that's 
that, that I mean, so many of us deal with this, you know, you were mm-hmm. angry at everything and such. We've mm-hmm. seen this anger levels are so high. I've never have, even heard of this thing. I've gone from Headspace now into, I use the 10% happier app. Yeah. Uh, they do have like sessions, like five minutes, 10 minutes. And I usually make a point at lunchtime to do at least a 10 minute uh, listen. Um, just, it's a kind of good halfway through the day, uh, you know, to decompress and then go on through the rest of your day. I like so. Yeah. And with the headspace, what I love is he he talks about how we got there in the first half and then he does the guided meditation. So if there's one that really works for you, it is only 10 minutes. You could like pull it up. You don't even have to watch it. You could just throw headphones on and, and listen to it. So love it. Headspace. That's my documentary. Jen, I'll make you a deal. You watch one of my how to's. I'll watch one of these how to's. And then watch one of Tom's to wrap it up. Oh. I will. <laughs> maybe I should watch. Maybe I should watch one of those first. I think I need to start with Brent's and get like riled up. I did share and- a YouTube video from <laughs> Louisiana Purchase in the chat. <laughs> so <laughs> that. Okay, We're gonna have some good show notes. Love it. Well, What's next, Bergs? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be wrapping up the documentary because I really didn't watch all of this yet. I watched the first 30 minutes of it tonight because they released it early. It is all Madden. Oh, I watched that. Oh, so I haven't watched the whole thing yet. I watched the first 30 minutes. So sad. Oh my God. It wasn't supposed to come out till January, really. uh, but because of his passing on Tuesday, yesterday, uh, they released it early. They came out on Christmas. I watched it on Christmas. It came out on Christmas. Yeah. Fox was going to play it on Christmas. And then it's supposed to hit all the streaming. Oh, gotcha. So they move that up to uh, later on this week. So it's going to be on all the streaming services. So uh, I plan to watch that tomorrow. I watched the first 30 minutes. It is so good, Brian. It's it's great. And uh, like that guy was a big part of not only my football childhood, but like gaming and everything. He was all over the place when I was younger. Yeah, he was in that. that one podcast I was talking about the uh, video games, the history of video games. Mm-hmm. When he came in the Madden football, the company just wanted him just his name on it. And Madden and said, said, no, 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 no. no. Uh, I want to be involved. He's the one that came with all the plays and his playbooks and helped help the programmers write up all the plays for the, the game, the video game. Um, so, just yeah. Makes you want to be know- a kinder person, too, after watching that about how he would he would drive across the country and every, everybody just says like he would sit down and talk to, you know, NFL commissioner or just a dude having a milkshake, anybody. And you're like, Oh, he's a Cal Poly graduate. I met him once. He has very huge hands or I was 10 years old and everybody's hands is is pretty big. So, Um, but yeah, he was a, he was a very gentle man. So uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. Nice. It was really my, well done. And I can't believe that after I finished it, I was like, like that was a, it, it, my wife and I watched it's it. Amazing. It's amazing. It felt like he'd passed away. And the next thing you know, like three days later, you're like, Oh, geez. Well, but that, that's the thing, right? Like I, there's a quote, like everybody's funeral is wasted because they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like this was the fact that he got to relive how everybody viewed him before he passed away. And, and seeing that, I mean, how, how, awesome is that for him that he was able to do that before everybody came together around his passing and said this is how awesome he was it was like no we're really sharing it beforehand his final thing he says is like it's exactly what tom just mentioned he goes it's two hours and he and and they show him watching all these people talk about saying this and and he just said he looks at the screen he goes i I never really realized 
how much of an impact I had. And you're like, wow. That's awesome. Jen, you were, you were going to say something? Yeah. When we found out, um, I was on the couch and we've been last week, we binged all the Harry Potters, which are on Crave here in Canada right now. And now we're going through the Avengers because my husband's seen like Trev's seen all the Avengers, you know, when they've been released usually in theater. Um, and I haven't, I'm like, okay, whatever. And I kind of half watch. He's like, okay, let's go through with the boys. Cause they're kind of big enough. And, and we were watching, I don't know, civil war or something last night. And all of a sudden it came through and I said, Oh my gosh, I said, Trev. And I turned and I looked and I said, Madden died. And my youngest son, who's nine, who plays Madden incessantly. It's one of the few videos. He looked at me and goes like Madden, like, like Mike, the guy in my game. And because he knows who he is, like Trev's told him and he almost started to cry. I'm like, we don't, we don't know this guy, honey. It's okay. But he was, he himself, he recognized the impact that he had on something that Tanner loves so much. So yeah. Yeah. Big loss. Big one loss. of the things to connect with what we all do, I think what he excelled at almost more than anything else is he taught like he, he was so successful because he could sit with anybody and they just felt like, I, I know football because I can listen to him. He will teach me and I just can connect with him. He's a storyteller. He, he connects with his audience. He does all those things that you want to do as an educator, just bring you in and feel like I'm just there with you and help me be part of this thing. Just, oh, yeah. Okay. Breaks you the last one. I did. I just did all, all mad. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Tough one transition wow that was really good that was just our first topic that was the first one Crazy. welcome to the four hour check this out <laughs> you might want to listen on two times speed tom covington has left the building he yeah, is he, he's gone to jamaica as well go, in guys. about 15 and minutes i need to anyway so uh let's do our next got one. water Give me uh mr jeff gotta let you pick the next subject spin it i'm gonna go Favorite series. Favorite series. Okay. It's, it, this has dominated media more than anything else. The idea, like if we are in a, I would say the golden age of television was the 50s, but like we are in the platinum age of just television series. Like it is just amazing right now. And um, yeah, it's just uh, more than anything. Like I, we, we watch these more than movies. And so I got a tie. I got a tie. One of them ah. is just... Sorry if I could do ties. It's just I just finished one of them. I finished on Amazon. It's called The Boys. I used to love comic oh, yeah. books, and the comic book <laughs> collector in me has has gotten so disenfranchised with comic books because I just love them, and I felt like yes, we're finally making movies. And oh dear God, like what did I hope for? Like it's just too much. And then The Boys comes out on Amazon, which is an irreverent. I don't say irreverent look, just a. Oh, it's irreverent. It's completely it, no, no, irreverent. No, you can say irreverent because can is. I? It's, it's like let's take realistic. realistic. It is a realistic. What if we lived in a world of superheroes? That's basically it. Humanistic. Mm. It's so. If good. they're all narcissist a holes, which uh, they would be. I'm sorry. I wish I, they would I, be. I can yeah. Provide evidence to the positive. You can. <laughs> We're all narcissistic a holes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. First oh, you're gonna podcast. say you're a superhero yeah, i thought sudden. you're gonna say like here's three oh superheroes i got proof in your house right now. <laughs> he's got proof that we're all a-holes and like yeah, oh yes oh yeah mm. yeah we're all and it's just an amazing <laughs> look i mean literally they, they they pick up the justice league from dc and they're like here's your yeah. superman here's your aquaman here's uh -huh. your wonder woman here's your flash and oh boy Ugh. 
It's just so yeah. good. The second season, and basically it's a story, for those who aren't familiar, it's a story of these group of people, the boys, who are going to try to fight and bring down the soups that you know yeah. because they're just awful and this system and it really is also a conversation about super extreme right wing right wing extremism what do you do when there is this massive fear then you want to be able to protect me from the fear but like yeah. oh, but careful that's a little dangerous really dangerous so check it out it's on amazon just side note it is unbelievably graphic and yeah do not show your students the first episode yeah. i was like yeah holy smokes whoa <laughs> this is not yes. your normal comic book story gotcha so tom seen it jen seen it anybody else i've seen it it's loved great. it yeah i loved it, it too. Not. i absolutely oh. loved it mm-hmm. who it is hard because my daughter loves the marvel world she i mean she's watched them all multiple times and i'm saying oh but i can't i'm not selling this at all because i don't want her to watch this one at all <laughs> <laughs> but honestly the two the two together form the whole like the <laughs> complete picture like honestly the marvel universe is idealized into what our superheroes would be mm-hmm. and this this universe of the boys is completely the other way let's go the whole yeah. uh, yes. egotistical centric storyline and it, it might be somewhere in the middle but you know it gives a, a more realistic view of of what people might be if they mm-hmm. actually had these superpowers yeah like the guy with the this the super speed super where, speed you know, he was you know it was uh enhanced because you know he then he became addicted to i mean yeah it's that's yeah. like all athletes right yes yeah all athletes and it, also the, we realistic. all live in this world of this everybody's craving stardom and they're all concerned about their popularity rankings and you're like oh their superman character is just what am I, did, did I drop two points? Like, that's all he cares about. To this, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, like you just murdered so many people. Yeah. He cares about this. <laughs> but he, well, my ratings went up, so I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, nobody saw that, right? So that's good. We, anyway, the second one, please, has anybody else seen this? It is the most awkward. It's Pen15. It is oh, on yeah. Hulu. Yeah. Oh my God. These two, the two creators are also the actors. They're in their 30s, I think, late 20s, early 30s. Um, and they pitch this idea of just sharing their most awful stories of, of when they were in middle school. And they said, we want to play the part of us in middle school. So they do. But meanwhile, every other actor is 12 and they have now got fake braces and they have now strapped their, their, their breasts down. And it is, they go through every first, this first, that, okay. and 10, 15, <laughs> Oh, and it all starts. I didn't even know this was a thing. Like you can join the pen club. Like, oh my gosh, I'm on pen 12, pen 14. Hey, Brian, do you want to join? You just write on your hand. You're the 15th member, right? Pen 15. And you write oh. pen 15 and you realize, well, you've now written penis on your <laughs> so, I didn't know this was a thing anyway, but I thought that was a great joke. It is super awkward. It is just, there's a couple scenes that you're just like, oh. And it's with the, you know, family life business kind of stuff, which you do in middle uh-huh. school. And it's just, anybody else have seen it? Brent, you watch this? I watched it. Yeah, it's great. Very, oh, is it? Okay. very I... many awkward moments in there. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that awkward moment for myself. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it was... yeah all middle school it. awkward. All middle school awkward. And I they finished it. it. They said they were done. They were said we're done. Oh, it doesn't okay, look like they're going to do. They did two with the pandemic in the middle, so it's like two and a half anyway. But um, it's like a British series where there's a a, a, a complete start and end, and this is where we're going to stop, and you're it. not getting any more. 
Yeah. Hey, this is what I love about British series. You know, they're yeah. going to go on. Oh, let me. I love no, me yeah, British it's series. The best. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And I like what Brent said. Like I was, I was a middle school boy, and here's the story of two middle school girls. And I, the entire time, I connected with them because it was just about. It wasn't about the gender, but it was just the, those all the everything about finding your identity and your friendship, your family, your sexuality. All that stuff comes together in the most painful period. Like I don't know about you guys. Like I just, it was awful. Middle school was awful. Was anybody? Was it awful for anybody else? Most definitely. Oh, Tom, it was fine with you. Uh, that's I. I started playing football in like fifth grade, so sixth, seventh, eighth grade. It was really good, and I was riding the high. And then, and then high school came, and it kind of went like, oh. So mine was a little juxtaposed, but yeah, okay. middle school was okay. High school sucked. For me, it was the I just didn't understand why I had I could not have a friend. Mm-hmm. in middle school like it was just i felt incredibly lonely that was a downer oh boy for me for middle school it was like why why am i, 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 I only one Netflix app. under five feet tall <laughs> you know oh okay uh uh mr jeffcott let's have you take it over what's your favorite series oh i'll go quick uh i got two i Don't got a tie to. also you know i agree with you ryan uh, series got way out of control. I like what Netflix has done. They've banned people, publishers dropping all 10 episodes at one time. They did? Have, have oh, they? Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, really? They're That's rolling a out serially now. Even Disney did uh, Book of Boba Fett. It's Good for them. One episode at a time. Good for so them. So I found series that had already run. So I got them all anyway. So it didn't matter. <laughs> I just waited out. So mine are from 2012. I worked a way around it. So I picked uh, one called Lily Hammer. Oh, I want to watch that. That, that one and is actually good. I've seen it. Yeah, this is Steven Van Zandt. Uh-huh. Um, most people know him from Sopranos yeah. or Bruce Springsteen, E Street Band, guitarist. Uh, based on a New York mobster who goes into hiding after he uh, rats out his uh, yeah. buddy. And uh, he goes into FBI um, protection and they ask him, where do you want to go? He's like, I want to go to Lilyhammer. I want to go to fucking Norway. I want to go to the, <laughs> and they're like, the Winter Olympics that? place. And he's all, well, I saw the Olympics. Yeah. And, <laughs> hey, so Let's go there. That's right. In, in Lilyhammer, Norway. And that's that's where I want to go. So uh-huh. they relocate him, witness protection program, into Lilyhammer, and he brings all of his bad traits with him and starts up his same life. Yeah. But in Norway. Oh god. As a New York mobster. I'll have to watch it. I'm totally I'm obsessed with like the mob lifestyle. Especially oh like Oh my god, the- you're gonna love it, Brian. Just, Clearly, look look at you, Brian. <laughs> and nothing <laughs> screams mobster more than Brian Briggs. Right? <laughs> like, again, just... Talk about hiding in plain sight. Yeah, just watching... <laughs> uh, like, I, I've been trying to get my son to watch the like the debate, what's better, Godfather 1 or 2? Um, and so, again... No, no you got to watch them together. No, I know. You, you need to watch uh, them together. Then afterwards, which which one is better as a standalone? Yeah. And so, like, again, I watched two 
you like one i i watched two again and like i haven't seen it in so long how one and two kind of blend together but it it's pretty crazy and then then i went on to watch all these other docuseries on the streaming services of mob stuff so uh you what were you gonna say tom no, I, I mean, the, the blended where it blends both of the stories and you kind of get it chronologically, I really love it. AMC will have that on every once in a while and I'll watch it. And when, then they always keep Godfather 3 separate because yeah. nobody really <laughs> likes to acknowledge it. Yeah. But <laughs> the one and two combo where you start with um, Vito and it starts in like New York really early and then it transfers and then it goes, it weaves the story back and forth. That's the way it was meant to be seen. I mean, at least in my mind, I can watch one and two in order, uh, but I like the way that they do it sometimes on whatever network it is. I'll have to check that out. How they just they split up the movie and they put it in. They they take one and two and they smash it together chronologically, so you see it oh. from Vito in the beginning all the way through until Michael at the end, and it's like a complete story. Like that's. Oh, that's that, a duology. That's cool. Put together. It's very nice. This goes with the whole Marvel thing. Like when Trev and I yes. started watching with the kids, they're like, do we watch theater release oh. version or do you watch chronological? I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Like, I know what you're <laughs> saying, but I don't know the answer and I don't care. Can we just pick a movie? Um, yeah. But he put so much thought. He's like, well, we want this. And and even now that we're rewatching them and it's like the third or fourth time he's seen them, he's like, oh, and now there's that right things that you don't notice when you watch them like you've said chronologically versus one and two you're going to notice different things and and like ryan's ryan has always said this if you watch the star wars you need to start with the phantom menace and watch that you, you go with the machete version don't even go down the star wars <laughs> machete machete version me. of star wars is that when you cut out one two and three that's no, the better. You, yes, that's the version well, you need to watch. You, go, you just forget uh, they ever came out. You go three, four, you cut back to two, three, and then you go five, six. That's the machete version. You cut out one because it doesn't matter. Okay. Cut them all out. Four, okay. five, six. That's it. Yeah. Right, Even great. the new four, ones, five, too. But my thing is you watch four, five, six, and Rogue One. Be done. Four movies. No. Yeah. Ro- I Rogue love Rogue One. You, you meant to say, and meant I love, to say Solo. Uh, solo. <laughs> I love Solo. Solo is so good. Rogue One is such trash. Oh dear! Am I talking to you? This is another episode. This is another episode. We're going down the rabbit hole here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, bring it back, Briggs. Bring it back. No, Mike. What's your other one? My final one for favorite series is called Sneaky Pete. Uh, I love Sneaky Pete. Yeah, Uh, I love Giovanni Ribisi. 2019. It's a con man who gets out of jail and he takes over his cellmate's identity. And his cellmate has not seen his family in 20 years. He goes back to their farm in upstate New York and pretends to be Pete while hiding out. It's great. His real name is really great series. (laughs) (laughs) It's got Giovanni Rabisi in it. He's awesome. He is awesome. He does a great job. Yeah. So that's my two Lily Hammer and Sneaky Pete. Okay. Love it. All right, let's see who's next. Who's next? Let's go, Jen. Okay. Jen? Um. So mine is it was the finale. It actually finished in 2020, um, but oh. it didn't stream here in Canada until 2021. So I'm going with Shameless. I 
love this series. And I watched the American, not the UK. Have any of you watched Shameless? Any of the couple. Okay, so a, a couple. I I oh, honestly... loves it. And she Kid. she made me watch it. And I can yeah. say that I after a few, I was like, this is this is awesome. Thank you. I might actually say it's my favorite series of all time. Oh, That's that where I'm at with I, this really? one. Yeah, wow. I love this one because it con- every season pulled me back. Like I watched the, you know, the first four and then huh? for however many more years, I just, I was like, when just, it airs, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to binge it. And I'd watch the old ones. It yeah. is, like I say in my description, it's raunchy, it's offensive, it's sexy, it's trashy. And these are not normally things that like when I watch them, I'm like eh. everything that it it stands for i'm like oh it kind of makes me a little bit uncomfortable it's pretty like straight and clean canadian but But that's that's the point and the point and you know what it is tom and everyone else it is the ultimate life lessons in the bonds of family and loyalty with the non-traditional spin because they the gallagher's will do anything anything for someone in their family and like it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna cut off your legs because you screwed my brother i'm like and it's so so good and they ended it i didn't love the ending um it came closure i feel like it sort of jumped the shark a little bit of you know happy days reference there um it jumped the shark a little bit yeah exactly (laughs) um but i i absolutely loved it like all of them their neighbors um, their, the, the siblings that were there, what they went through that like, it, and it's so like, it's certainly not for kids. Like there's tons of sex, no. there's tons of drugs, <laughs> there's violence, like crazy violence there is, but it, it all goes back to the core value of what matters most. Like if you strip it down, it's about family and it's about being a, like true to who you are. And while who I am is not who the Gallagher's are it's that true to self. And I, I adored it. Speaking of kids, she's 21, but it's my 21 year old daughter's favorite show. Yeah. She so absolutely good. adores this. So I'm, so I think you're good. talking me into it. Do it. I, I like, I, I really, really love it. And it's funny. Like I laugh at them. I'm like, Oh my God, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? And I can't pick, I, I love a show that you can't pick your favorite character. And that's okay. what this show does for me. I'll watch an episode. I'm like, Oh, now it's Kev. You watch it like, oh no, now it's Liam. And it's yeah, it's so good. Okay. All right. Shameless. Shameless is that I'm one. Gonna add, I'm gonna go back to that. I tried episode one. I'm gonna go back. Uh, Brent, are you up? So if you like blood and booze and and botox, I'm gonna talk a little bit about horror movies and be Who invited this guy. <laughs> <I'm shocked>. <laughs> <laughs> he counterbalances <Wow>. the Canadian. <laughs> Uh, my series, I'm going to go with, uh, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs. Uh, I don't know if you remember Joe Bob Briggs from monster vision back in the day, like Elvira, those types of shows hosting some, some crazy late night horror movie and talking about it in the middle. But, uh, this show is relation Briggs. Oh yeah. Uh, Briggs. Not that you're aware of. That's Bob Briggs. Different. <laughs> that was Bob Briggs Jr. Bob Bragg Briggs Sr. is supposed to stop by tomorrow, but no Joes. No That's Joes. on my other side of the family. What uh, is this? So, <laughs> wait, first off, where is this? Where is this? Shutter? This is on Shutter. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, and so what they do, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. They He introduces a movie, talks about how it got made, how the history of the actors. And this guy is like crazy, like encyclopedia of knowledge. He knows so much. So if you're into like, you know, off off mainstream movies, uh, it is like absolutely Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop. He did Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop's one of the episodes. For I'm sure. looking at his stuff right now. Yeah. Um, and so, like, he gets into so much cool stuff the way he describes it. And he, like, it's like uh, inside the actor's studio, but for, like, for these crazy movies that were made for, like, $75,000. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that is just been a great, wonderful joy to sit back and watch these ridiculous movies and hear kind of about how they got made and uh you know it's outstanding od <laughs> question yeah, my hands up how many of these movies have you seen that he's talking about have you seen deathgasm and castle freak i i so castle freak this is the first time i had seen it but deathgasm i had seen before of course you know i mean it's death two metalheads play a forbidden piece of music that unlock unlocks the gates of l yeah, it's awesome. I've not even heard of Deathgasm. I feel like Brent Warner and my ex-boyfriend would be best friends. <laughs> it's pretty rad. I mean, is this why he's an ex-boyfriend? <laughs> no, that, that's actually not <laughs> why. Yes, no. Deathgasm? But I, I just I feel like I'm being propelled back into my past. I'm like, oh, look, I'm hanging out with Mitch. <laughs> yeah, this is like, oh, we dropped his name. Oh, oh. We have to contact him for legal purposes. <laughs> Mitch, is that right? Sorry, Mitch. Mitch. Mitch? And, well, off air, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> Mitch, who is a fan of Hogzilla, the movie. Hogzilla, Hogzilla. So there's uh, this whole thing about Hogzilla, too. Wait, I didn't see Hogzilla. Where's Hogzilla? <laughs> Hogzilla. Oh, Hogzilla. is it season two? <laughs> This is talking back. I've left and are no longer in the uh, I didn't see this. <laughs> Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's no cannibal holocaust. <laughs> oh, Ginger snaps for next yeah, weekend. Those are hot ones. Oh, oh my God. I take offense. Nobody. Oh, nobody's going to listen to this podcast, right? <laughs> oh, my God. If, if you take one thing out of this, make sure you go on to season three, episode seven. For spookies, that one, that one hits it apart. The hell is spookies? You don't know spookies. You don't know spookies. Where have you been, Tom? Hey, they got trained to do Busan on here. Look at that. (laughs) Train to Busan is awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, can we go to your next one because it has a special place. No, no, no. We need to finish the series, right? That was no. no, no, I've got I've got a second choice. So, so this one. um, Oh God. I'm I'm glad that Jen's here to represent. (laughs) For Letter Kenny, uh, just Letter Kenny. <laughs> Tom Covington also loves Letter Kenny. It is one of the best shows. It is amazing. It is so well written. It is so sharp. It is. I mean, it's crass and crude and all the other things combined with it. But the way they do it, they talk. I mean, it's basically just people talking next to each other. You know, that's that's all they got. But um, but the storylines are very well developed, and then they and then they just have these these sessions of just fascinating 
creative banter back and forth uh you know between the different characters they over the years they've developed these characters really well so like all of them have these great personalities that you really want to follow along with and kind of see what happens to them and, and how they react with each other because it's all based in a small town yeah up it's in no, no 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 thank you no 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 let's get more specific it is based in listwell ontario which is not far from where I am. Like it is uh, two, I'm trying to think. Uh, it's an hour. Appreciative or defensive? Is it near Oshawa? Hour and a It's Oshawa. <laughs> Louise. Is that by um, Oshawash? It's an hour and 40 minutes from where I live. Like this, and it is Oshawash so accurate. Is like if you want to know about rural Canada, Letter Kenny says it. it says it all. It's when like way up like, at Lake Simcoe. <laughs> no, no, no it's, it's a little bit east of that so okay somebody's got a google map, the map okay go um rachel go to um kitchener and stratford do you see those in your map no, and draw a line that a and that's going to be the, the bottom of your well there are two different towns in ontario and those are going to be the bottom of your equilateral triangle that are going to go up and the apex of that triangle up right here is going okay. to be where they base it on his hometown. They film it in Thunder Bay, which is like way north. Way like, up there. Is, way it's not north. near That's... Pembroke, is it? But, oh my gosh, now you are in is it by Wawa, Ontario. That's the other way. That's like saying, hey, is Oakland <laughs> near uh, San Diego? <laughs> what is wrong with you? That's close. Closer to San Diego than it is to Ottawa. <laughs> or forget Bay. Saskatchewan. Near Lamore. Yeah. Sorry, we went on I mean, geography. Yes, letter, All right, letter, letter Kenny. If, yeah, if you like, if you like dialogue-driven comedy, you don't beat Letter, letter Kenny. You just and, don't. And like what Brent said, the depth of character uh, of the three friends, those three core friends, and the sister. Yeah. And it's, it's. I, I agree with you, Brent. Where do I watch this? Uh, Hulu. Hulu. That's a Hulu. It's all kidding. on Hulu now. Just, I'm just kidding. We don't have. All right, Hulu. I'm adding that to the queue. I have everything. I'm about to turn. I was about to turn Hulu off. You guys just maybe keep Hulu for another month. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Let's get at her. Who's next? Uh, I, I think it would be me. Um, I it was hard because I had three. I was thinking what came out this year. Um, so I remember over the summer, <gasps> like again, I wanted to say only murders in the building. That was really oh, good. That was really Under, good fellow podcasters here uh talking about that also oh, yeah. I, I we just finished hawkeye i thought hawkeye was a good one but again oh, i think yes. i think the top that we all needed for this year and and last year during the the muck that we were in was ted lasso um how did i miss uh, this one how did i miss ted lasso it's i think so we good. we all needed ted in our lives uh to help us through and ryan hasn't seen it because it's apple I'm going uh, to. I what? just got it. I just got. I just paid for it, so I'm going to get get on it. Oh, I'm like. Ryan, I will if you, give if you, you buy a new iPhone, you can get a couple months Ryan, of Apple. For you free. need to. Do they make Androids? They, you just have to <laughs> buy a new <laughs> iPhone. Lasso. Just buy yeah, an just iPhone. And Briggs, get three months of it for free. Three months of Ted Lasso. <laughs> Your dick. Oh, oh my God! You got to cut that out. I called Briggs. <laughs> I'm not cutting anything. I don't have time gotcha. to cut it. Is your list? Did you share your list? I'm not seeing it, Briggs. Yeah, everyone's listed. Yeah. Tom hasn't gone. Oh my god, no, Ted Lasso is so great. It's so good. Oh, Although, can is. we talk about the one episode with Coach Beard where he's like Co on mushrooms? What was that about? Oh, that was awesome. Hands? Yeah, it was like 
We can't because I haven't seen the second season yet. Oh, okay. oh God damn it, Brent. Watch Ted Lasso. Well, I had to go buy a new iPhone so I could get another couple months of Apple <laughs> Plus. Yeah. <laughs> I'll so give you my login. In three yeah. months, then get the iPad. Then you'll get, you know, the three additional three months. But I have, I have some months, but I think three Canadian months is like one American month. So it's not yeah. <laughs> we can't really use it. That's, the long. That's well done. I like that. It's usually about money, but I like it. It makes it about time and money. <laughs> I mean, about, yeah, the dates, that's great. So, yeah, yeah Ted Lasso, we all need Everybody Ted Lasso needs to watch the positivity of Ted Lasso because oh, it's it so doesn't good. matter what happens. Yeah, and again, there's that in season one where it went down his, like, his demons that he has himself. But again, always sharing the positivity. Of course. Not that, and not the toxic positivity that's no, going no, no, no. Actually, yeah, so. Yeah. It's good but stuff. you know what? Like people who watch season one and have said to me, oh, but it's like, ugh, I, I just can't take it anymore. It's not all like rainbows and butterflies. I'm like, you've got to watch season yeah. two. Life it di- isn't it rainbows di- and butterflies. Yeah, but it dives in to his, like why he's probably there. And I don't want to ruin anything for anyone who hasn't watched it, but you start to see. And, and they, the next season is the last season. And again, going back to why we love but hate um, English, like British comedy or any series is because we know an end and we're like, oh my God, yeah, it's gone. finite. That's right. It's, yeah, finite. it's finite. I don't finite. like to, you just go forever. You can't. No. No, and you don't forget, football is life. Football is life. Football is life. <laughs> football is life. <laughs> football is life in you know, Spider Man No Way oh, Home, too. Oh my gosh. It's so <laughs> oh, all right. Are we on to our next category? No, no, I haven't gone. Covington, you skipped oh. Covington. Go for it. Oh, I yeah, go for it. Yeah, no, my series, like literally, <laughs> I've loved everything Disney Plus has done for the past year. I don't care. Like, um, let's see what the first WandaVision. I love Moana? watching it. Turner and Hooch. Uh, I love Moana. Don't don't do it. Uh WandaVision. <laughs> it 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 WandaVision was really good like 60s 70s 80s 90s like every every decade i was like oh i know that oh look at that it's it's progressing and then can i ask um, something about wandavision yeah did you find when you were watching it though that you were actually doing that you're like oh what show is that oh that references that and you spent more time trying to find the references and then had to rewatch it to know the story of wanda that's what no i didn't need to rewatch it but i loved looking at the background um Mm -hmm, me too like so many people were working on this that it was a, a gem and then yes it is um, genius not only wandavision but then we also had loki oh my god also good. <laughs> i want to be a, a like alligator loki because it, it it paved the way for the multiverse right and then after that we had hawkeye and Mm-hmm. Hawkeye's about the superhero that's not super. Well, because he can't retire. That's what I'm learning in rewatching no, all the Marvels. Like the guy he can retire, retire. He doesn't have superpowers. And what makes him special? Like, I don't, I am not the super guy like Hulk who can turn into like, and like Thor who's a god. But I'm a, a regular Joe. Like every single again, one of I, us I are. I haven't seen enough of the Hulk movies. Hulk, what Hulk looks like? Hulk turns into a drunken bear. 
<laughs> so he can't retire because if you, I've not seen this. So why can't he retire? Because he needs. No, no, he, he just no, no, no. everyone. I don't know if he'll so retire or not, but like what happens to the superhero that's not super? Like, have you thought about that? Like Hawkeye shoots a bow. Like nothing happens. Like I got good aim and that's and about make, it. And he can make cool arrows. And No, Stark and Pym and everybody oh, else make cool right. arrows. And he uses them. And I then can do this all day. <laughs> no, because the Captain America musical. <laughs> I love that. That's what Ryan wants to hear about. He's like, wait, there's a Captain America. And no. <laughs> oh, that's true. The, the first episode, Ryan, the first episode. Yeah. Is a musical. So, a, oh a, a Marvel everything that amazing. Disney Plus has done, I've loved. Between... Uh, WandaVision and Loki and Hawkeye and now uh, the Book of Boba Fett like mm-hmm. Kevin Feige and and uh, the other guy oh, I can't think of his name <laughs> but uh, Swingers <laughs> who's in Swingers John Favreau. Favreau John Favreau Feige and Favreau can lead the Marvel and the Star Wars universe forever, and I would follow them into the sunset because they understand what storytelling is about. They understand what human plight is about, and they weave it together in such a way that, like, I'm I'm excited for Boba Fett. I'm excited for Ahsoka, and I'm excited for um, Kenobi. Because they've done such a good job with everything else. Let's just keep rolling. Briggs, by the way, did you change your wallpaper to I'm not familiar? Is this, there That's really is Rogers a mu- the musical. Oh boy. I'm behind. <laughs> I, I, I turned off my oh, Disney yeah. Plus account. So I can do this all day. You like, turned off your Disney Plus account? Yeah. With Boba Fett coming out tomorrow? I'll get it back on. I'm gonna no, turn Hulu off. I was gonna say do you, how many do you guys pay for them all? Do you pay for all of them? Just no, buy your iPhone. You'll get it for free. You get all when you Amazon. Buy iPhone, you so get let's every... count them. I do Amazon, uh, yeah. HBO, uh, Netflix, Hulu. Shutter. Gotta have Shutter. <laughs> Peacock. No, I turned Peacock off. Oh, I had Peacock. Peacock. Disney um, Plus. Nah, no. I Hulu is a yes. There, there's some British one that we have here. Paramount. Paramount. Uh, it's just. Paramount. We don't have all these. We don't have Hulu don't in Paramount. Canada. We don't have Hulu. No, and we don't. I we don't have HBO BBC. Max. How do you? We have. We get... have some. We have, we have Crave. Do you guys have Crave? Mm-hmm. Heard of it? Okay, that. we have. We have. We have Crave, and that that packages, and you can do a, a ten dollar or a twenty dollar Crave, and twenty dollar Crave brings in HBO Plus. So well, I you guys basically one. all you can use is Rogers, right? Is that your only choice? No, 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 no. We have we have Rogers. We have Bell. Um, we have Kojiko in some areas, um, but no, but I like Moose I have I've ne- <laughs> Moosha. I live in Moosha. That's a great beer. <laughs> Main Main Street Moosha. I have um, I have Netflix. I have Disney. I have Crave. I have, and that brings me HBO. Do you have um, a local have like cable account? Amazon. Yeah, we also. I still have. I'm still wired in, but we are doing renos on our house. Uh, so I moved. Well, maybe I shouldn't say this publicly. Although, who knows where I live? And like, really, if you drive from California to Ontario, be my guest. Rob my empty house. We're it doing would be like twelve hours, but exactly. I'll be there. We have twelve hours times 
47. We're doing rentals on the house. We're moving out for a few months and we won't have cable. Like we will just have streaming services on theirs plus whatever we log into. Because podcast, where are you moving to? Just like maybe I was going to say two kilometers. That means nothing to you guys. A mile and a half down, like every (laughs) way. I don't know about you, but like, here's my notes. I just broke up with cable. So excited. I oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, we're not there. God. I'm oh, I'm so oh, close. Trev cutter. doesn't want to lose the sports. I don't want to lose the news. But now oh. I'm like, I can stream the news. It's fine. We yeah. cut cable. Twitter for news. Two years ago, we yeah. cut it. And I mean, we saved 110 bucks a month. Wow. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Here we go. We're moving on. That was hey, that category. Next? What's the next category? We're up to. Can we do Mike. books? Can I can I go first and can we do books? Let's have you go first, Tom. Can we go, uh, Michael? You were picking books, or you're picking the categories. Can we go books? Oh, uh, sure, sure. All right, Jen, go ahead. Jen, go first. Thanks, Mike. Okay, I would like to note that in my graphic, if you want to open it, it says in large capital letters, "Asking a librarian to pick their favorite book is like asking a mother to pick her favorite child." I. I Which have is your favorite child? Um, you know what? It's so funny because I figured one of you jerks would ask me that. And <laughs> normally you do have an answer because I don't believe parents who say they don't have a favorite child. It doesn't mean favorite all the time, but there's like at this moment, this is the kid that's not driving me the most crazy. Right? Am I right, parents? Yeah. Kind of? No? Yes, yeah. but favorite's not the word to use though. Okay. Right? Yeah, you're, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm none of them right preferred. now. I, they're, My they're preferred all, child. They're all equally unpreferred. <laughs> um, this one, it's, it's been a long winter break. No, I'm kidding. I love, I love them all most of the time. And so, yeah. So I put in mine six books. Bit and much. you can click, you can so click the covers to find hours. out. I'm, I'm going to talk one sentence for each. Anxious People made me laugh and cry. And it just came out on Netflix as a limited series. So if you don't want to read it, you can watch it. Okay. Comedy? Anti-race uh, ish. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, like I said, laughed and cried bit of everything drama oh from the man called ova okay i just read that yeah yeah from, from man, man named Ov. if you've read that it's, it's so good anti-racist ally is a series it's basically a book of tweets to help you on your anti-racist journey it's i found it so empowering as a, a white woman um to be able to read this and and find my way to be that ally loved it the personal librarian is the story of a white passing a uh, woman who becomes the personal librarian to, oh, I'm not, I just lost it. What's his name? Uh, 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 oh my goodness. Big library, um, New York. I can't believe I've just, I, it's, it's super, super late here. You have to remember it's like, it's tomorrow where I am. Um, it, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, anyway, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. I'll, it'll, it'll come to me. Um, the next one that I have on there, oh, now my computer's sorry, is What Strange Paradise, just when the Giller, I think the Giller is, do you guys have the Giller? Do you know what the Giller is? Is that a Canadian or Commonwealth thing? It is a prize. It tells the story through the eyes of children of a Syrian refugee. It's so powerful. Uh, five Little Indians is about residential schools. It tells the story of five different um, now adults who left residential schools in Canada. You also had them in the States. And it tells a story, some were triumphant and despite what they went through, um, persevered and became successful and others, not as much. And then your book by Seth Rogen was, I laughed out loud every other page. So you have to like the F word and you have to be okay with people talking a lot about drugs, but it is so, so, so funny. 
and the name I'm gonna find it. Okay, so this is the story of Bella de la Costa and she was JP Morgan. She was the personal librarian of JP Morgan. Historical fiction based on that, all of them phenomenal. But I literally got down from, I've read 70 books this year. I narrowed it down to 14 and then I got it to the six. So those are mine phenomenal books, all of them. Okay, Ryan has a question. I think you have six books. What did I say? I know I had 14 and then I went down to One, six. Two, three. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It looks like there's seven. <laughs> oh, there's, there, a, there's a book oh. about Brenda. Did you find my Easter egg? I did. Brian O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah, I did. There's a Brenda book. There's another good book there, but okay. we won't talk about that in the podcast. <laughs> I love that you found my Easter egg. I wondered if any of you would find it. <laughs> All right. Let's skip an ad. And, go and, to... and it's so funny because, Mike, were you there at Q? For the... Barber. You were there, right? Were you at that dinner? I was there. Okay. I thought so. I'm like, because I now Tom left and I'm totally put it in for Mike and Tom. Anyway. Oh, boy. Okay. Wait, we're talking uh, about some you, foolery on that one. And real fast. So how many, uh, real fast, Jen, do you, how often do you read versus listen? I'm uh, 90% audiobook. Really? And there where you do you listen? Do you have a commute? Do you? Everywhere. Peloton. You bought 70 audiobooks or do you have some sort of secrets? Um, do you know what? No, I, no, I, it's all 100% above board. I'm a librarian. So I, I need to, you know, model what, what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, Tom, Tom, did you hear that there's an Easter egg? There's a book about Brenda somewhere. Find it. Um, we all found it. I So I actually go to the library. I lived I, it. We, I don't need we, to find it. I lived it. Okay. We use, um, I use an app called Libby and yeah. oh, I, I, I borrow them. Yeah. I borrow them for three weeks at a time from the library. I just put them in my queue and when they come up, they come up. Okay. And I, it can take me up to a week, usually two or three days. So most weekends, That's it? Sundays. Oh geez. It takes me like six or eight months to get the books. I want. On the I, got, I put no, 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 Dune no, no, in there. It says wait till 2025 for Dune. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I've, I've never had more. I've never had more than a year wait. I've had an 18 months, but on yours, do they also do the like skip the line? You can have it for one week if you want. Mm -hmm. Like, do they do that? Mm -hmm. So ours will. It'll be like if if skip I get line. it, I'm like, Sounds oh, American. I'm not, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready yet to listen to this. Give it to me in a week, oh, and then I can, and then it yes. will push it and say, okay, now, and then they put it to not Rachel. Oh, you say, hey, here, not Rachel. Rachel. If you can finish okay. it in a week, you can have it. So it's in. It's a quick listen. So yeah, I use them all. I used to have Audible, but now I, I go that way and I support my public libraries. I, I do. I like right. them. I like them both. I do both. Nice. Mm -hmm. and yeah. If I can't get it quickly enough for my book club, because I do have a book club that I've been part of for 18 years, um, then I will buy it on one of my Audible credits because I still pay the monthly on Audible. But yeah, those are mine. So Covington, you need to look at these books because I know you're a high school librarian too. So you can in the chat put some. You got a lot. I, I'm going to say this. I think I'm going to go with. I'm trying to add Five Little Indians. That's the one you sold me on. Five Little Indians is yeah. If you want to learn about residential about um, mm -hmm. residential schools and and what it's like without a, a lot of a lot of the time at least in the Canadian literature that I've read about and it's there's a lot um, about it residential schools. It's usually while they're there. Um, this is when they get out and then the different paths that they take, all of them have major trauma and intergenerational trauma. It's, it's awful. And it's a hard read. Oh, you don't, it's not a light read. Okay. Um, but boy. yeah, 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 you have to, you, have, you do, you have to, and not to make light of it, you do have to put on your big boy pants. Like it's, it's, it's hard and they're large. Yeah. And, and 
be near someone who can talk it out with you because I think that's an important part of it, not only for those who experienced it, but those who are trying to be allies with it and understand and, and talk through it in a way that's supportive. Ah, so many great share outs. All right, Briggs, where are we at next? Uh, we're still on, that was the first book. So <laughs> let's, Tom, let's go with you. What's your book? Uh, my book was a series. It was the Dresden Files. Um, I read uh, Battleground, which was the most recent in uh, 2020. And I was like, no, I need to go back and see what the series did. And uh, God damn it. Um, Jim Butcher does a, such a great job of developing characters and not only characters, but world building over time that it's uh, I read that last book and and certain chapters I'm like literally because I read the audiobooks I'm like literally bawling I'm like oh my god how can a book how can somebody who wrote words affect me this much but it does and and Jim Butcher does a such a great job with characterization and character building that you grow with these characters and, and when somebody exits stage left, you're like, oh, what the what the hell happened? Like, I'm I'm emotionally affected by this change. And uh, Jim Butcher Battleground is the book that that inspired my reread of all 17 of the previous books and a reread of the last one. So yeah, that's it. Battleground. Very good. We got that. Who's ready to share next? Uh, I'll Rachel? jump in because I'm oh, with because I gotta share because Tom has been my inspiration for my book, which is the I read Stephen King's The Stand, and uh, I listened to it. And people have judged me listening as reading, so we're not going to have that debate. But um, I, I've never read a bigger book. Forty eight hours of listening time. Forty eight. Is it forty eight? Forty eight. <laughs> Pretty wow, massive. my longest is 23 and a half, also a king, 11, 22, 63. Oh, was that any good? So good. But not for now, so, so good. Okay, but it's like, what oh is my the God. what if? 11, 22, 63 with Kennedy. It's I the can, what if, right? Like, I will listen to that book every time. If Do you like Quantum Leap? Uh-huh. Yes. If, you, if you're it. if you if you're into that kind of thing, like if you're into like sliding doors, quantum leap, what would happen if? That's I'm not into like the what if so much. No, <laughs> oh my god, Bacula. Yeah, but anyway, so um, uh, the stand from Stephen King is I like Stephen King. I, I told Tom when I was about to jump into the thing, I'm, I'm not crazy about the whole like supernatural piece on it and fire starting and I can do lasers with my eyes and crap like that but it was like characterization it's it about characters and i will agree the characters now that here's the crazy part jen you mentioned it with libby i'm like i'm in i'm gonna got this and i started over the summer and i got i got nothing but time i start to stand uh it's 48 hours i didn't finish <laughs> and i'm like oh great well let me do the oh six weeks <laughs> was my time i'm like i'm halfway through this book <laughs> and it gave me a six week pause and I'm like, mm. and I just tried. I was busy. I'm like, I'll wait. I'm going to get it on Audible, but I want to waste an Audible credit because I got half of it done. Two weeks had passed. And I kept thinking, well, maybe sometimes it's a sliding scale. It literally was like eight weeks. 
and it was like, oh my gosh. So then I had to get back into the second half of it. And I forgot some of these characters, but after a while it got me back into it, but it was just so well done and, and nothing again. I mean, you, you get a great narrator and the narrator can just do so much. And, um, it's one of these things I just felt like I didn't want it to end a little bit. Like I know I love the finite idea. But I, f- I feel like TV series can go too long for sure. But sometimes you just, you get to that point in the book when you realize you're at like 80%, 90%. And you're like, I don't want it over. Like I'm just, I, I'm in this and I don't want to be invested in something else. And the stand was just made me feel, I just wanted to be with Larry Underwood and all these other ones so much longer. And I just, uh, and I'm a big fan of, um, of the uh, post-apocalypse world like what would happen if this one is this giant battle of good versus evil i got some good news for you ryan (laughs) we're getting right into it okay good all right so the stand that's it tom thanks and i reached out to tom on the side about give me some other recommendations because i know tom is a is a book junkie for sure so thank you tom all right let's lead into brent so have you guys ever heard of the satanic bible (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Why did I know he was going there? <laughs> he could I, go. He could go. <laughs> his background. Uh, uh, so my book is uh, I got. I actually have a series of books about. I just chose one of the ones that I, I'm, I've I bought, but um, uh, there are several travel books about taking the train around the world um, and, and doing the, you know, going across around the whole world on a train. And that is my plan for my sabbatical oh. in a year and a half. And so oh, seriously doing a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I oh. worked it out. Uh, I've been working overtime since I started my job. And so I've been saving up extra hours. So our sabbatical program, we get a semester off, but you can also add banked hours. And so I'll oh. take a whole year off. Um, and my plan again, figuring COVID, who knows, right? But the plan hey, is the, to the economist said it would be done. The economist, very reputable, said I'll take 2020 it. It's gonna phase yeah, out. With the time, remember, but can it, it's, hey, it's Canada, different. the years are different. That's it's right. different. Okay, or twenty twenty is totally different. Different. Okay. <laughs> when when you do the conversion, it's still twenty twenty here. You're seriously doing a sabbatical? Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, Why wouldn't so you do that? Jealous. That's like it's like a mythical creature I've never seen before. <laughs> oh yeah, it's done. it is truly a perk of my uh, school in the in the California Community College system, but it still exists. Um, I recognize that, and I am wholly. Uh, gracious and grateful to have it as and you're taking a train around the how far can can i can i interrupt really this is like this is like the mythical unicorn for you guys this is so normal in ontario oh yeah i'm doing a four over five i'm doing a two over three i'm doing a six over seven like it just we do it all the time what's a six over seven so a six over seven is you get seven year six years of pay over seven years so you can go to your board and say this is the leave i want to have and people do it all the time. I have dozens of friends who have done it and, and continue to do it now. And, and at the end, you can decide to defer it by a year, or you can say, okay, pay me out for it. And, and then you get super tasked, but yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's a big thing here. Go figure it's not Canada a has it together. And you're going to get a couple bags and just get on a train and. Yeah. So go. I'm thinking, I'm thinking to like, 
Trader Joe's tote bags. That's good. Fill them up with whatever I can fill them up with. And yeah, you jump on the train. Go uh, to Trader Joe's first. Hummus and t- tahini. <laughs> hummus. That's what you're filling it up with. Exactly. You can... yeah. Uh, uh, and <laughs> some canned Hummus beans, was a good call. Good go. Jen Hummus was a good call. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, that's my, that's my plan. So uh, the book I got is one of the books I got is around the world in 80 trains. Uh, I got some other ones here, ticket to ride. And then the, the one that really actually inspired me that from the beginning is, um, Paul Theroux. So I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with him as a travel writer, he's just brilliant and he's traveled all around the world. And a lot of it's been by train, but his very first book, I think it's called the, the grand railway bazaar, I think is what it's called. And for like felt like written in 1970 three or something um and he did this whole trip around the world he started well he did england out uh all the way across south asia um through up up through china to japan and then trans-siberian back something like that and i'm just looking down like yeah i want to do that and um i've already gone around the road the world by boat and so i figured next time i'm going to go around by train oh Go, Brian, go ahead. I think you have the same question I do. No, you go first, Brian. Go back to that around the world in a boat. Yeah. <laughs> not, uh, like, not like in Canada, what, a, what about, but a boat. around in a boat. A boot? In a boot. A boot. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I had a job um, teaching English on a, on a Japanese NGO so it's like an anti-nuclear proliferation NGO and they were taking these hibakusha atomic bomb survivors from Japan and they were going around to different ports and talking to the mayors or different people trying to stop like places from building nuclear plants in those you know underdeveloped places and so uh, most people work at Wendy's and make fries (laughs) that is awesome yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. So, yeah, I went around the whole world. Uh, yeah, it was great. Good experience. Highly recommended. That is amazing. That's a story in itself. We got traced by pirates. Of that course, part you of, did in yeah. the Caribbean. No, in uh, off the coast of Sudan. Crazy. And then we got escorted out by um, by UN warships. See, I got I got chased because I was totally papered my friend's house by his mom. Like that's just my story. (laughs) You got chased by pirates off the coast of Sudan. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So this is what happened. Check this out. The way they do this. So these the pirates they kind of approach from behind in the dark, right? And they're on like you know just like little skids or whatever. But um, but the so we're on this small but you know much much bigger cruise boat and so the the boat itself has taken evasive maneuvers and so the captain swings a hard right when everybody's out drinking and like 9 30 at night something like that everybody's drunk and then all of a sudden the whole boat just goes right and everybody tumbles across from one side to the other and it's like what's going on and then suddenly these announcements come on they're like get in your room lock your doors do not leave your room I'm sitting there freaking out. I have no idea what's going on. Cause I'm like, so I like, I got on my camera and I like had a little video option. I like made a, made a video to my mom, like in case I died. Cause I was like, Holy crap. Like this is real. Yeah, it's a code red. 
You, yeah, you just mommy, pulled Reddit out of you. Yeah, yeah. It was basically like, uh, you know, what happened? So code redded that. And then um, what we found out, though, is that that is an evasive maneuver. So what happens is the boats creates a uh, a little whirlwind or like a, a tornado inside the water. And so the small boats whirlpool, g- whirlpool. <laughs> whirlwind in the water. That's what I said. Uh, so it spins around in circles and it shoots out the back end because it's so small and it's using the for- the uh, centrifugal force to shoot it out or whatever. So, yeah. Um, so that's how we escape from pirates. That is crazy. That's I believe that's everything crazy. until you didn't understand what a whirlpool was. That made me pay the question. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. That was episode one of this next podcast, uh, Pirates at Sea. <laughs> All right. Who is left with the books? Uh, Tom. So in, in 2020. Tom went with a book. Yeah, in 2020, um, I, I I love a author named Jim Butcher. He's been writing about the Dresden Files since hey. he was. Uh-oh. I don't know. I got a. I got a. I just got a quick interruption on this one. Hey Tom. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, you already shared. <laughs> and I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just just wanna just. <laughs> oh, Tom! <laughs> completely heard. That's the best part. <laughs> I didn't mark it on my on my on my sheet. I'm done. <laughs> hey guys, can we hurry up? Can we hurry up and get to my part? And then I oh my god, that is the best thing. I don't have a lot of time, guys. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Let's let's move on to the next one. All right, let's do a we'll do a lightning round here of uh, podcasts. Okay. Oh, uh, ooh. oh, can I go ooh. first again? Just because Let- I know that Brian and I have the same one. Okay, go for it, Jen. Wait, hold on. Okay. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. My go. podcast was introduced to me only weeks ago <laughs> by Brian Briggs, and it is smartless. And I'll throw it to him to explain. Brian, go. Smartless, yes. Again, I have this on my list also. It's with uh, Sean Hayes, Will Arnett, and Jason Bateman. Love Smartless. Um, yeah, and they're 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 smartless, and so they're getting they have celebrities come on and they interview them. And it's not what I like about it. It's not about them, but they're wise cracks back and forth and having these great conversations with people. So uh, really like Smartless. They have great guests on there. So I've shared that before. You need to check it out. And then, well, what do you poke in there, Ryan? And it poke Tom. I swear to God. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And then that was Jen's, and so we shared that. And I'm going to share another one that I've that every Thursday I have to check it out is uh, all fantasy everything. So um, again, it's just like fantasy draft. Uh, I think we shared it on the show. We've done a show on it. Um, yeah, like a fantasy draft of of everything. Um, so that's another fun listen to. So, uh, we're going lightning round. So next go, I'll go fast, real fast. I've mentioned it a thousand times because my life's filled about movies. So I watch the rewatchables. I can't get enough. I'm, I'm frustrated. They don't make like one a day because there's a because three a week is not enough. <laughs> no, it is. They, they, yeah, I second. Yeah. I not one that they way. just talk. They, they just do a deep dive on all the movies that I love. Not all the movies. Cause sometimes they do movies. I don't dig. And I'm like, come on. 
get that one. All right. Move on. So Tom's got something on his nose. Go for it, Tom. I, I do Crime Weekly. It's a crime podcast. It's hosted by a couple of uh, like a detective and a YouTube celebrity. I was going to put this as my video series on YouTube, but they do a podcast. So I'm like, I like true crime. I like to listen to like it being solved in the, the ways. So it's Crime Weekly. Have fun. I am adding that to my list right now. Uh, Mike, what do you got for us? This is the one category I kind of modified. So I put podcast YouTuber. Okay. No, that's good. So this guy could probably have a podcast. This guy. Uh, name is Adam Reader. And uh, he's been doing this since 2012. He basically has a channel so, uh, celebrating the power of music. So he goes and he features stories of the greatest songs and artists of the rock era as told by the artists themselves. So he gets these people onto his show. No, don't know how he does it, but he's got 41 million views, half a million subscribers, and he gets everyone from Brian Wilson talking about pet sounds to Led Zeppelin to come on his show. And it's really good. Just started watching it. And he's probably got 500 episodes. So he's so good. He he's one of, it's one of those things that I feel like I just don't watch YouTube enough. Like if I felt like almost if I got rid of every subscription account, just go all in on YouTube, this was the stuff I'd be watching. Like he is just, he just is this deep dive on the music that we love the artists that we've created. And it's just, Oh, he's so good. Yeah, he goes by the Professor of Rock. I yes. know. According to his LinkedIn page, he is the creator at Professor of Rock. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, apparently uh, the Beach Boys gave him that nickname after he interviewed them. And he knew so much about the band, more than some of them remembered. So they called him Professor Rock. Okay. Oh, he just knows everything. <laughs> yeah, he's so good. Check him out. And okay, Tom, and, uh, Sorry, real fast. Uh, Mike, you mentioned I didn't. I may have stepped out to use the rest of them. You talked about your Dave Grohl. I did not. I uh, did. We, we skip him. You know, I just uh, got that for Christmas. This was my book recommendation. Um, even though I'm only a couple chapters in, I just got this for Christmas also myself. And uh, I was a little apprehensive on this one because a lot of people got into stuff during COVID that they don't normally specialize in. So I'm thinking author, rock mm -hmm. star. Yeah, so, but it's really good. He tells about his background for the last 30 years, talking about rock and roll, his childhood growing up, some really good details, and highly recommend this. This is called The Storyteller by Dave Grohl. His and, teacher yeah. mom. He talks about his teacher mom in it. Yes. Mm -hmm. His teacher yeah. mom. And she has her own book out. Yeah. Oh, she yeah, does she too? Does. Yeah, mm -hmm. she does. Yeah, so it's a great read. I'm yeah, and I'm saying that only two, three chapters in. All right. I'll go. I'll connect with a bunch of them. First off, got Dave Grohl. I, uh, my wife got me that for uh, Christmas. I, I can't wait to read that. Dave Grohl's mom, during the pandemic, he talked, he an amazing, was it a New York Times opinion piece he wrote, which was just unbelievable about mm -hmm. us in education because his mom was phenomenal. Just listened to the Smartless podcast with Dave Grohl on there, which was unbelievable. And what am I supposed to be talking about? Books? I already talked about my books. So no, your podcast. 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 Do I have podcasts? Where's my yes, podcast? you already shared. Rewatch them. Done. Moving on. Oh my God. Who's name? That's me. Oh, sorry. 
so mine's, uh, I mean, I do have a couple ones, but I have kind of more of a theme or a concept behind my podcast, which was uh, podcasts that go through books chapter by chapter and and use that as your own private book club while you're reading a book. So when I'm going back, I've gone back and I'm, I'm reading Dune and I'm reading The Dark Tower and then as the chapter goes on, you get these like super fans that are just talking all about it and like what happened and how they've read it like 20 times. And so the things that they're recognizing as they're going through. Um, and so I think this is just a, a, a nice way to kind of really absorb a lot more of the book as you're going through it. So I've, I've started doing this. A couple of the ones that I've been doing are Let's Get Weirding, which is the Dune podcast, because um, Dune's all big right now. And then um, uh, Kingslinger's Dark Tower uh, and the whole Dark, Dark Tower series. And I love- Story wonk. Uh, what's that? Story wonk. He's not, he's not um, active anymore. But go to Story Wonk and listen to uh, Lord of the Rings and the Fellowship of the Rings podcast. He breaks down chapter by chapter. It's awesome. Yeah, Story Wonk was really good. It. He stopped. Story Con- Wonk. I really like Story Wonk. God, he's what good. To him? He doesn't publish anymore. But What's he's it, good. what was his name again? He's a British guy. He was phenomenal. He's not a British guy. <laughs> Who am I talking about? He, no, it's Ellis there. Yes, but, but it's a, a squid in him for like three or four different things. There's a whole backstory behind him, but I'm just saying he does story in Star Wars. He does story wonk with uh, Lord of the Rings, oh. and he's not very a uh, very Alistair good guy, Stevens. but he has very good analysis. So is it you're talking about Alistair Stevens? Yes. So he's not a good guy because I heard like I was listening no no no, no. I was I mean, listening to him. He talked yeah, about that like, part of it. I'm like, wait, what? Because I was listening Alistair to the Stevens Star the Star Wars one, and he got divorced in the middle all. of it, and he's sharing it. No, he doesn't publish at all because there's drama behind the scenes. But the story phenomenal. wonk in Star Wars and story wonk in Lord of the Rings is still there. Go listen to it. Alistair Stevens. All right. I have a quick question on Dune. Should I do it? I've never read. I've never watched anything. And everyone's going nuts about it. Should I do Dune? I got a three-month wait or whatever it is for the book on auto- on my library. Is Dune good? It's uh weird. I mean, it's it's <laughs> like wait, Brent Warner called something weird. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. That's a great. Yeah, it's weird. It's. I mean, it's it's a it's a massive cultural legacy. It's like well known. It's a it's a huge contributor to the world of science fiction, all of those types of things. And it is, it's it's certainly interesting, super interesting. But there's parts where you're like, what the what is going on here, right? So so you just kind of have to deal with with uh, like the the weirdness of it all. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fast forward, Briggs. Where are we at? We're. We're just, oh, we're just finished podcasting. Now we're going to hop into games. Games, go. I'm going to go first. It's a super old game, Age of Empires. I started playing in 1997. It took them 25 years. They came out with number four. I've never, I've not played PC games in two years and I got back into it. So Age of Empires, go. Ooh. Pick someone. Ooh. I'll go. I'll go. I, oh. I actually went totally analog. Mine is a, like, a, an actual physical game. It's called Quicks. Q U I S X. Do you love guys it. love Quicks? Yes. Thanks, friend. Never heard of it. We are big like analog gamers in the Giffen House. We got this last year for Christmas, and well, we got this in the mom bought it and for the kids, and um, yeah, we love it. It is a dice game. It's a little bit of strategy, a little bit of luck. 
It's a tiny package and I love any game that comes in something small that I, it doesn't come in like a package that I have to pack a suitcase for. A lot of fun. We play it, I would say almost weekly. We just pull it out and be like, hey, who wants to uh, like play some quicks? And off we go and yeah, I, I love it. Jen, question. Yeah. Uh, have yeah. you bought refill papers for yourself or, or you make your own? We make our own. Oh, fancy. Just add it to my cart right there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really and and cheap. Like, what is it? What's the what, what's the thing on it, Rachel? Ten dollars American. There you go. See, I think I, I think I got it for like fifteen Canadian dollars a year ago, maybe twenty because the markup, blah blah. But yeah, totally a fun game, and we love it because I love a game I can throw into my purse. So when we remember going out to restaurants, I don't here in Canada. You might in California. I don't know. Um, we would take it and even just play it at the restaurant when we're waiting for food. Great, great never, game. Never even and, heard of it. Yeah. From my nine-year-olds can play it, and a year ago they were playing it at eight, right up to like Trevor the Man and I, who are twenty-seven. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom has his hand raised. D and D. I'm sorry. I played D and D. I played it for a while, and over the pandemic, it's gone virtual. And let me tell you, some of these virtual tabletops are pretty awesome. I'm not gonna um, put any like promo out to any. Find a virtual table talk, do it. Uh, most of the audio comes over like Discord. So it's an audio platform with a visual like tabletop. I, I've been playing D&D since I was 12. And it's just evolved so much that the figures I used to paint and uh, all the stuff I used to bring is now digital. And it's awesome. And you don't need many rules. And it's Dungeons and Dragons. You get to kill shit and like... <laughs> roll for fun and like is my is my spell gonna succeed yes or no so it's awesome and it, it do you is play a very do you play with people with fr- i want to say do you play with real no no, real no. people yeah, that you know or you do you have an online community i know uh three of them are in oregon now they moved up since the pandemic two of them um are in education like us one's a psychologist and then me and the other one's just like a dude who is a lawyer and is like retired now. So it's it's a very diverse population that plays with me. And we keep a Wednesday game and we're like, yeah, we're all meeting at 630 on Wednesday. This person's going to be the DM. Bring your players. Uh, usually it's an ongoing series. Uh, but we found our niche and we, we like the group we play with and it's regular. Wow. I've not played in 20 years and I played again during the pandemic with my, with my college friends. We got on. Yeah. Zoom let me tell played. you, dude, that's, that's the best. Yeah. It was weird. We got back in. I've not seen one guy. I've not seen urban 20 years and I showed up and it, we, nobody even asked, Hey, you married kids. It just went no, straight. Nobody cares, like, man. I'm like, we're not going to do any side talk. We just know no, you heard we're of Las play. Vegas. Las Vegas, uh-huh. it's a post-apocalyptic world. The yeah. I'm like, oh Jesus, I'm starting to write shit down. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It's to this day, I don't know if Herb had any kids. I don't know. I haven't seen it him since 19, whatever. Anyway. Whatever you are in game, that's who you are. Let's move forward. I love it. Love it. All right. I'll hop in next. I'm gonna go current game uh on the Xbox Series X is I've been playing Far Cry six. Oh, uh okay. What I like about it is like it's an open world, but like what I added here too, each week they're adding something else. So it's like a never ending game. So like you have like a, some missions added this week and then, uh, yeah, Danny Trejo, what is it? Machete was in there. 
uh, he's I just had played as him. So uh, cool stuff. So that's Far Cry Six. Six. What is, wait, hold on. What is this thing? Far Cry Six. Is that Chicken Man? It's the no. sixth part of the series of Far Cry. I've yeah. never heard of Far Cry. It came after the fifth thing? one. Oh, I'm, I'm with you, Brian. That is a great game series. I haven't gotten into six yet because I usually I wait like a year until the price drops down to twenty bucks or whatever, and then I just play. I don't play in the world, you know. But but my game's connected to that because I I chose a similar uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, and that's uh, the one. Oh that my I'm god, Assassin's right Creed! I uh, haven't I haven't got into that series because I know it would suck so much time for me. It does, it does take a <laughs> lot of time. That's what it is, man. Yeah. But you know, like. Sniping people with bows and arrows is kind of managing the time suck. Okay, so I I don't play video games, but can I throw in a little bit? I think it's Assassin's Creed. My friend's son voices one of the characters in it. Oh Oh, yeah, I can believe that. Oh really? There's like kids' voices in that a lot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Assassin's Creed. I I will look it up. But yeah, that's one where I'm I'm like, hold on, oh I know that kid. (laughs) Awesome. Very cool. And Brent, what's your other one? Uh, My other one's a. a, tabletop uh it's a board game called gatefall um i have really enjoyed this uh so i you know a lot of those games that like just keep building and building and you have to know so much like they're like these insane world build like games you have to play them for years what i like about gatefall yeah it's kind of a similar match to that but it's a kind of starting level and then the game itself actually builds so over time the guys releasing like expansion packs and all these different types of things. And so um, it's cool. It's all, it's like uh, inter genre. So like you would be uh, a fantasy series versus the post-apocalyptic series and you guys can fight each other. And then the new ones coming out, that's like Norse gods and then horror movies, Western's going to come out later. So um, if you're in, into kind of mixing things up uh it's a lot of fun lots of strategy um you you know it takes a good hour and a half and for a round and it's great good reviews on amazon yeah it's outstanding and the guy who makes it it does all this really weird interesting internet stuff too so um jack dyer and uh gatefall good next uh mike you know i didn't have one on my show notes but i do have one available okay I'd, I'd probably go gen style analog and going back a f- quite a few years rummy cube does anyone remember this yeah. 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 <laughs> we used to play this camping all the time and uh just a great game using numbers colors pretty simple to play but it brings back a lot of memories with those little tiles and flipping those down and collecting the different patterns and kind of like poker kind of if you've never played it but rummy cube would be my recommendation very good very good uh who else do we got left that all on the games i think that's all on games that's it on games okay we have our final category i guess i think ryan going first movies i went has anybody been to the theaters yes this year nice brian no jen no it went twice. Went twice. I saw, I forget the first one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> no. Just my brain. Remember, Ryan, remember. Ashley. Too many, too many years of football. No, I saw the Edgar Wright film. I saw Last Night in Soho. But the, uh, I love I, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright was good. The movie was okay. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with the other one from Paul Thomas Anderson, which is Liquor's Pizza, which is just different. 
you want to see a different kind of film. It's there's no that. there's no story. It's really you got to get used to under going into understanding. Like I just want to see what the 1970s were about. Living in the valley, which is you know uh, teenagers and just sort of what this world is like. It's really a sense of mood and style, and it's just sort of this patchwork of these different stories. Um, that really kind of don't come together. And it's, and, and for a lot of people, like, you know, like people like look to me and go, what was that about? I'm like, I know, like it really wasn't about anything. So, but a great, uh, a really interesting look at this and sort of some gr- great acting, by the way, from um, the main, the, the main guy is um, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's kid who's never even acted before. And he's 15 years old and oh he's just God. phenomenal in it. And then the main girl in there is I realize that she's part of a band named Haim. I've never even heard of them before. Oh, yeah, Haim's and, great. And she's fantastic. She's never acted before, too. And it's just all these weird, bizarre characters. It's the 1970s. And like as a kid, I was young in the 70s. It was like, yeah, interesting. Liquor's Pizza. Check it out. Check it out. Okay. Next on the movies, Brent. Oh, all right. Uh, so I my choice is pig um oh i want to watch pig the new nicholas cage movie oh my I've god heard so much about this me too well, I, I i would recommend trying to listen to as little as you can before you get into it because okay. it was just outstanding so you know nicholas cage actually i'm i'm a big fan of the nicholas cage revival the stuff that he's come out with in the last few mm-hmm. years in particular mandy oh my god that movie is outstanding but that's the other weird stuff we were talking about earlier. This movie is, uh, it, for, it was kind of promoted to me as like a thriller slash horror-ish something. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, let me check it out, see what it is. Nothing like any of that. It is, it's a straight up drama for sure, but it is outstanding. So well put together, so well paced, thoughtful, um, you know, just really interesting uh, storyline going through it and the kind of the connection between the characters and just straight up, you're like, oh, yeah, Nicolas Cage won an actor for Best Oscar a bunch of years ago, if you forgot about that. And there is a straight up a reason why, like in this movie, you're like, this is something else. So where, where do you get it? Hulu. Obscure video. Have you heard of Crave? Maybe I don't know. Crave. Uh, I don't know. It's it's like new, but it was available on streaming on on our streaming platform. So you you should be able to find it. Okay. Okay. I'm, Who's next? I'm actually I'm not, I actually think it's on Crave for real. I think Tom's waving at us. Tom, um, Tom saying hi. Let me tell you, I, I on my birthday, I went to go see Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, yes. Happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. birthday like it last is week. December 20th. Nobody cares. Let me tell you, <laughs> oh, we can, um, everybody needs to take notes about how this is how you end a trilogy. What we did was we watched Spider-Man's origin story over three different movies. And it was perfectly encapsulated. And I don't know if it was Kevin Feige or if it was a uh, homeboy who did um, Swingers. What's his name? Somebody John Favreau. John Favreau. John Favreau. John Favreau. It was one we of the two of them. It's, just, it's like Back to the we, Future. It was we, one of the two of them. We talked about and, him in hour seven. Yeah. And, and, and he was awesome. The and same I, prompt. I literally, I love that movie. And seeing Andrew Garfield 
and then seeing Tobey Maguire Wait, what? and seeing Tom Garfield at the same time. And all of their stories coming <laughs> to like closure <laughs> at the same time Spoilers. was like Spoiler. Okay. As, as, a, as a fan. It was awesome. All right. I that's on my list. It definitely that's my film. <laughs> Go see it. I don't care if it's a if it's a like two dollar matinee. Go see it. And when both of them, it would, especially could Toby McGuire, when Toby McGuire comes on the scene as 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 like forty five year old Spider-Man. And you guys will not believe me how it ends. No, but seriously, tell me how it ends in this movie. How does it end? <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, I, I have something to tell you. <laughs> Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Oh my god! Oh, I swear to God, I was oh, going to say the same. Yes. Thing. I had the same one. I was going to drop. Uh, <laughs> all right, I had to Tom mute you, Tom. He's 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 still talking. Yeah, he's talking. Yeah, he, he muted Tom. <laughs> Tom's lips are still moving. Oh man! All right, next step, Rick. Mute the whole time. All right, Mike. Good. What movie oh. you got? Man, I wanted to see that movie too. I um, <laughs> nope. Just don't bother. Just uh, <laughs> you know, I first saw this, The Kingsman. It's a three-part series, kind of going on, uh, delayed with this last one. It's Ralph Fiennes, which brilliant actor. Um, <laughs> I like him. But, no, uh, and I'm it, saying yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I think it very much came Ryan across as Nick mm. Cage, to find. Okay. I think Ryan would really like this. The history aspect of it takes place during World War One. Did you know that Ray Fines is Voldemort? Spoiler alert. Okay, uh, and that's why yeah, I that's love his him. brother. This is Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes place during World War One and includes some of the historic facts into the movie um about a british uh spy agency uh this movie was first put out in 2019 they delayed it four times and finally released it in 2021 just last week uh good movie enjoyed it any ralph finds any relation to larry fine i don't know larry fine (laughs) one of the three stooges oh <laughs> his real brother is actually joseph finds from uh hands made tale if anybody's seen him oh hands made his... tale by a famous canadian oh really yeah handmaid's I... tale i didn't know she's canadian handmaid's tale was based on margaret atwood who is like a goddess of canadian i know yeah I, I didn't know she was yeah. canadian though well, yeah nice. i thought she was from laguna beach <laughs> Briggs, I think we got how many left do we got to go? Who's left on the movies? Jane hasn't shared her movie. I don't have a movie. I don't have a movie because I, oh, I haven't got, been to a theater. But you got a purchase. I have a purchase. Yeah. And it goes along with what I talked about earlier. My purchase of the year, and I think these are the ends, right? It's it's you and I, Briggs. We have mm-hmm. we have the last ones. My purchase of the year is for years I have dreamed of not having to sleep on the ground and it's lumpy and there's like a rock in my back, and I wanted to purchase a trailer. And this year we we did it. We finally the silver lining for us with COVID was we were able to actually save a little bit of money and we bought a pop-up tent trailer and we called her trailer swift. Trailer. And she she's amazing. We love her. 
Briggs hates her. Who just, oh, Tom, Tom hates her because oh, Tom Tom's left. Out. Tom's out. Dapped. He just Irish goodbye to us. Um, we made some really great memories. And, and she, as I said earlier, like Taylor released a bomb new album. So Trailer Swift, there she is. Our trailer and our dining tent. And she it shared a picture, by the way. And we're going to put out, by the way, Brian on the show notes, we'll put out all of our little infographics that we made. Very good. Do you yeah, think yeah. that people called Taylor Swift Trailer Swift like a trailer trash is like when she was a teenager, oh. like a 12 year old, you know? Like, like I a, hope not. I hope yeah. Named not. after James Taylor. I mean, come on. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did, th- I did think that you misspelled it. I'm like, oh, she misspelled Taylor. Oh, no, she didn't. No, I call her Trailer. Like, we call yes. her Trailer. Like, that's her name. You we did the same. We did the same as well. We bought a trailer this year too. Yeah, J- you can call it James Trailer. That works oh, no. too. <laughs> There's lots. You guys can drive together and have your own concert series. Oh, It'd be amazing. You could call it Jonathan Trailer Thomas. Oh, <laughs> see, who see, is from Roseville? He's, he's right by Ryan. Right, lives right by I Ryan. I know that. So, hey, Brian. Oh, I do think... have one more. Can I? Can I do one more? Can I do one more? Oh, sure. Because he's on there. He's on there. If we go back to our music, Justin Bieber. We actually Spotify linked him. Yes. And if, if you click on his little box that he's holding, those are Tim Beams. And this was a massive deal in Canada. And I feel like I need to bring some Canadian culture to you. So you we have something each one of these. I, there's a lot of hyperlinks in there. Um, so here are the things. Number one, we got Tim Beam. Let's go. And there, there, I can hear it. I can hear it in my ears here. So what happened was we our Dunkin' Donuts is called Tim Hortons. And they paired up with Justin Bieber to make Tim Beeves. So what they call our donut holes here are Tim Bits. And if you listen Tim to Shooks and Giff, you have heard me talking a lot about the three dots in Google and I call them the Tim Bits. It's like a stack of little donut holes, right? Because we're carbs for breakfast. And he did Tim Beebs. And if you click the little box that he's holding, it'll take you, it'll take you to the one minute um, advertisement for Tim Beebs. And they are the most delicious donut holes you'll ever eat in your life. I had a box of, well, I didn't personally, but my family and I had 20 today. Are they better than beaver tails? <laughs> they are better than beaver tails. They're, they're beaver tails? Yes. Tim Beebs. Like, okay. Tim Beebs. And, and we cannot purchase no these idea. in the States. You cannot, but you they, can- they had... You can purchase them. They're called donut holes. <laughs> but they don't have the same flavors and they're super yummy. And they the also flavors have are birthday, birthday cake waffle, chocolate white fudge, yep. sour cream chocolate chip. Those are called sour cake cream. pops in the U.S. Sour cream chocolate chip are the best. Those are the number ones. And then the waffle ones are number two and the chocolates are meh, which was a letdown. Anyway, it was a big deal. Like merch sold out <sighs> ridiculous and they're selling it at six times the price on like Kijiji and eBay right now. And Gold Star also goes to Jen for by you have hidden the most Easter eggs and you, you've spent the most time on your infographics. So Gold Star. I had you. a lot of fun. Thank you. Okay. And up the latest. What time is it there, Jen? <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's 1.06 a.m. Oh. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I have to wake up in two hours. Jeez. I know. And some people here on the Pacific Pacific time decided to leave in the middle of the podcast. So. That's right. Because oh, he's like, I was up at four. I'm like, that's like Somebody seven. Disappeared. For me. So was I. We got to find out if Tom survived. Briggs, <laughs> bring us home, baby. What do we got? On what? You're the last one. Uh, my last share since I, I'm punting on, I didn't, I, I broke it on the movies. Uh, mine was uh, my favorite moment. Um, COVID was like parting of the sea. 
it gave us a break and we were able to witness in person my son's graduation from college. Um, and it this year is kind of a bittersweet because he now lives in Virginia uh, and my daughter just got into college or got admitted. She'll be in the fall down in Southern California. So I'll be able to see you SoCal friends soon. Um, but it's that bittersweet moment where now in our household, we're going to be empty nesters. Uh, Ryan, we're going to do this journey together because uh, you're going to be approaching that too. So it, it's, it'll be, it's a memorable year for that. So that's what I got. That's what we got. And what is the time? Two and a half hours in. Uh, we, this is a length of a movie. Uh, so we, we should just Nobody all listen to this. Nobody. No. Is this we, where- okay. So time out. Can I also say that we got voxed by Tom internet outage due to some storm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> the storm is called the storm. is called what Jack Daniels. Yeah. The name of the storm? <laughs> it's the bourbon storm. <laughs> it's called the gray. What is it? Gray. Uh, gray goose. Um, gray goose. <laughs> So Ryan, you said, is this where we put in our password? Because we're going to, we're going to, yes. I'm going to share this uh, episode with all of you. So if you want to release it on your, your channels, what should be the, yeah, we had some, Ooh, the secret, if anybody actually, nobody listened to this point of the show, no one's listening. Maybe Brian Carpenter. I, I, Besides that, nobody no, else. I think, it's, I think it's, I think it's donut holes. Uh, donut holes. Beaver donut tail. Holes. Beaver Ooh. tail. Beaver tail. The donut holes were at the end, though. I think I like it. Briggs, you're the decider. Let's go. Yeah, it's got to be donut holes, not tidbit. No, time out. We have not discussed the most important thing that happened in 2021. ABBA. <gasps> ABBA. It's okay. ABBA. It was okay. It was okay. I agree. Real fast, Jen. What did you think? Did you like it? The album? I, I may have I may have put a filter on for all the ABBA fan mail that I got. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Something happened. The, uh, the people at the ABBA organization, I heard, accidentally started sending a lot of emails out. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who yeah. don't know, uh, Ryan O'Donnell signed all of us up. <laughs> you don't know that. ABBA you do list. not know that. <laughs> I 100% no know <laughs> Yeah, for no sure. Proof. It would be like my email <laughs> box starts getting filled up. So you go in and unsubscribe, and then like three days later, welcome to the app. <laughs> over and over again. Oh, so uh, God, the, the album, by the way, that, was not very good. It was just, in my opinion, that needs to be the word. What was what was the song that was released off that album? These donut holes is so much easier than that. No, they're not listening anyways. It's not like you need to make it a challenge at this point. Except except Brian Carpenter. Hi, Brian. I'll fellow Moose Jaw Canadian. The password is donut hole. All right. I love it. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for hanging out on, you know, what day? A few more days left of 2021. It's Thursday here. It's it's, It's flipped. Don't worry. I'll be up in a few hours, too. So I'll be... I'll vox you uh, two o'clock our time. So I'm taking the day off. It's my vacation. I'm taking a sabbatical. Yes. <laughs> right? Get on that sabbatical action. Brent's right. halfway Six here seven. on a train. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll sign this off. Ready? Till next time. How are we going to sign it off with all of us on here? So I'll do Can it. Can we all say it? Can we all say it? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Till next time. Till next time you need to.
Check, check this, this out. out. Check this out. Check it out. Give it a go. Let's give it a go. <laughs> What's wrong with giving a go? I love giving a go.